Hello everybody and welcome back to the Knockout Podcast, your home of combat sport discussion on Purple Radio. That is the third take and we got it this time. Uh, I'm joined by Jack in the studio. Jack, how are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. As I said earlier to you, the weather is miserable, but we're yeah. alright, despite we're... the lack of action recently. Yeah, we, we, had a, we had a week off, purely my fault. Um, you know, second year, so first year of cooking and clearly something was not cooked properly. I'll put it that way. And, uh, yeah, Wednesday, 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 we just spent a in bed but we're back this week um, we'll briefly recap over the fights of two weeks ago and um, we'll look to uh, the fights this week happening in Washington DC and just any other stuff that takes our fancy really just see where we go um, so yeah I guess we'll start in in Sao Paulo I think we both saw it before we went around not a great card not impressed not um, <laughs> I mean some of these fight nights they really just have like a main event yeah. And maybe a good co-main event. Right. That's what that is the formula for fight nights. It is yeah. main event, maybe good co-main if you're lucky, and then a bunch of local fights. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, the idea. Yeah. The American ones are usually a bit better, but if they go to Europe yeah. or they go to Brazil, no, the London London ones good. are normally good. Yeah, well, the London one this year was very good, and um, we've got one coming back soon. I think. I think they I think announced March. One. It normally is. Generally. Yeah. So like the norm that London ones are normally pretty good. They're still. Yeah, they're I guess I guess they're probably better for us because we've got home interest. Yeah, I'd yeah, imagine yeah, for an American person, they'd be like, probably know all these, yeah, <laughs> all of these pale people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are they doing? Um, so we'll 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 start with the um, Charles Oliveira versus Jared Gordon. Um, a pretty convincing first round knockout, I think, yeah, as, I we, think as we as we as we predicted. Well, first round knockout submission, whatever it was going to be, we were weren't convinced it was going to be competitive, and it wasn't. So. It's just not well. It's just not much to say other than give Charles Oliveira a really good opponent. Yeah, <laughs> we need. Um, yeah, certainly needs to get someone. I think he called out. Did he call out Felder? Because I think um, I, th- I think he's lost to Felder. So he, he did. Yeah, him. Felder. Felder stopped him. But it was so. I remember I watched that fight not too long ago. Like rewatched it. It was Oliveira had a good first round um, and was threatening Felder quite a bit. I can't, I think he either had him like a Dars or an Anaconda or something for quite a while, but Felder like toughed it out and he managed to escape. And then I think second round he was threatening Felder again, but then Felder got top position and then just big elbows finished him. Yeah, so it was. Mess- it would be a good fight. I'd be interested in that. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think he's. I think Felder's probably ranked quite high now because of. Yeah, I think so. I imagine. I know, I know someone mentioned Ayo Quinta. I reckon that, that could be a that good... That could be good, yeah. I'd fancy him over Ayo Quinta. I probably would I'm not though. sure how Ayo Quinta's managed to really get you, that high up Ayo in Quinta the is quite a limited fighter. <laughs> but is, yeah. it's weird. he's like... He was at one point, he was in the top five. And like... I just feel that like he was so overranked, pretty yeah. much. Like, I think it was that just like... Late notice could be... And, and Kevin Lee. Yeah. Which... But, Kevin Lee is a very good win. Like Kevin Lee, I think is a top five fighter. Yeah. And I think Aya Quinta kind of isn't, even though Aya Quinta beats Kevin Lee. It's a bit weird how it works. Yeah. Styles so, makes fight. Yeah, basically. But yeah, <clears throat> that's how it is. So, yeah. Think, Charles Oliveira against anyone in the top ten is I'm game for. Yeah, much. I think he. I think he needs. Well, well I think his winning streak deserves one. He certainly Definitely. needs a step up from six fight winning streak five something. Like yeah, certainly. Very good. Um, in the toughest division in the sport. Yeah, I would say um, one of the one of the deepest divisions there is. So, yeah, give him someone good. <laughs> yeah, that is that is that is the message. Um, and then we move to one of the one of the more bizarre. I'm already laughing <laughs> before we even start. Um, Shogun Shogun Hua versus Paul Craig, ending in a, a, a split draw. Um, one judge having it 29-28 for Shogun, one for Craig, and one. Somehow arriving at a 28-28. So I, I think it was the idea that the first round would be a 10-8 and then two rounds to Shogun. But he didn't get a knockdown, if memory serves I don't think well. he did, but he was... Like, it was a good round. Yeah. I, I, was, yeah, I, uh, I think a 10-8 <laughs> was a stretch. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, Paul Craig basically came out first round. We, we, we said um, on the preview that he'd shown in his last fight some some capabilities on the feet. I mean, he, it was it was his... His, his, his hands that put, I think it was Vinicius Moreira, I think was his name, yeah. down, and then he and then he submitted him, and and for that for that first round he um, he really was he all was over Shogun. He really was. Um, 
and then just decided that <laughs> scrap that. Let's just uh, let's just pull, pull guard, guard. <laughs> and let and let and let Shogun just be in mount for and two also, hours. Also, realistically, like if you look at Shogun's career, he was also reasonable. Like when Shogun was at his best, he was also reason. Like he was good on the feet, like fairly good. But his best like attributes are always as a ground and pounder, which means that that's not the person you want to pull guard on. <laughs> like even now, Shogun is so far past it. He's still very good on the ground and can still. He's not going to give yeah. away a silly position. I, yeah. I can understand it against some of the guys he's fought because yeah. he is fighting. He has, I think, his last four fights have at least been against guys fighting their first, second fight in the UFC. Yeah. Inexperienced guys who, if you pull guard, they might get over eager. They might make a mistake. You're not going to get that from Shogun. You're he's not. not he's not going to. He's not going to. You know. He's not going to make a mistake like that. So, Paul Craig is. It's silly because it, it's such a big. Now, we discussed it. Shogun Hero is not the Shogun Hero of you know. Really of his of his prime, but, it, but, <laughs> but it's still a big name on yeah. your on your on your resume, and a split draw is is a fair result, and probably rather probably a bit fortunate for Craig, yeah. um, but really such a big opportunity missed to get himself a big name. Um, really, yeah, so I just think Paul Craig just needs to he needs to obviously he was winning in the stand up like he was doing well in the first round yeah. but I think it's still he, like, it's a continued path of improvement that he's yeah, I wonder whether it was stamina sort of coming in possibly coming yeah. in short notice yeah sort of realise after that first round I've maybe overexerted myself and yeah it's also a possibility as well. they are light heavyweights they're not the yeah like yeah not necessarily the known for their gas tanks yeah the exactly and them in heavyweights so. <laughs> um, yeah so not the best fight um, and Certainly, <laughs> if that wasn't the best fight, then uh, we moved to the main event, which uh, fight of the year. Which yeah, I, 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 I think that's a pretty fair. Uh, yeah, I think you know, Adesanya and Gaslam really gave their all, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid it just wasn't good enough. Uh, yeah, Jan we. Blackovich and yeah, yeah, Jan yeah, Jan, Jan Blackovich and Jack Rosa really put on a um, a clinic and how to just really. sort of move around the move around the octagon and not really do much five rounds. Yeah, which they, uh, put on, they showed you how to stall against the cage better than anyone. My oh, God! What beautiful. a tragic <laughs> main event. Uh, yeah, it was. It wasn't great. Yeah, Blavich getting the uh, split decision, forty-eight, forty-seven. Which? Um, uh, what can you really say? Like, like, like I feel. Yeah, I, fear, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I feel like Jacare's forward pressure could have maybe given him three rounds. Like, I thought he could have maybe nabbed it three-two, but at the same time. Neither fighter, yeah. like Jack Ray, will look back at that and be like, "I can't get mad at that because like he didn't do anything yeah. to press the fight." I think when I was watching, it, I think I would have said Jan won. As, I think I was a Jan Blackovich would have won, uh, just because I feel that yes, Jack Ray was pressing him and he was like, well, like grinding him against the cage basically, like I'm really not doing much. But Jan was landing quite a few good leg kicks, which yeah. would be the only basically the only thing you can point to and say this was having a decent effect and like yeah. I, can't, I can't remember at the time so I'm not going to go and rewatch it but <laughs> absolutely not no. <laughs> so from what I remembered in my first and only fight watch I'll ever have of that fight um, I thought that Jan won <laughs> just based on yeah I mean it's, it's, it's a case that neither, neither neither fighter could have been unhappy if the other fighter had won because yeah, basically. they just did nothing and you know we were saying it, it, well, it looks like you know as we'll go and discuss the Reyes Jones fight has already been done which probably suggests regardless of this performance Reyes was probably going yeah. to get it but like given the stakes you know given you know how Reyes performed, and who's the other lightweight who we were talking about for the fight with Jones? Um, uh, Corey, Corey Anderson. Anderson. You know, given how he put on a performance against Johnny Walker, yeah. the perfect opportunity for one of these two guys go out there, make a statement. Jacare first fight at light heavyweight. Jan Blachowicz has been around, you know, good performance against Luke Rockhold. Build on that, and they just put out this, and it's just it'll 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 you know probably probably puts them right at the bottom of that three. Well, yeah. it's, it's definitely puts them at least second, and I imagine. If Jones gets past um, Jones gets past Reyes, then um, then Corey Hansen will probably be next because the you know these two probably don't yeah. don't don't deserve it after that form. Yeah. So an opportunity missed say, for both definitely. of them. Like um, Jan would have, like that that fight did almost nothing for Jan Blakovich basically. No. Like no. It, in like if he lost, it would have had basically the same effect. It's yeah. just like it, yeah, it was it was that bad in it. No one was happy with it. I think a no contest would have been better. Just like, this was too, too bad. Boring. Neither of you gets the win. Go away. Yeah, basically. I wouldn't, um, have, I wouldn't have been mad. 
Yeah, so that was not the best card of the year. I, I mean, it never really, as we said, these events never, so sometimes can be quite bad. But in Brazil, sometimes you expect you a bit get better. The odd, you, I think Brazil, you get you get one pay per view a year in Brazil. I think you normally yeah. get a like yeah they had like Andrade Andrade fought yeah. Unis, didn't you? Normally, like every year, and I think about like May time, you get a Brazil pay per view, and that's will normally be for a pay-per-view not great like not amazing but will be decent yeah um but then like that just means the rest of the brazilian cars throughout the year that not not the best generally yeah but yeah, what, are you, what are you gonna do what are you gonna do not the end of the world <laughs> um so i guess we'll move on to discussing some news throughout the week quite a bit of exciting stuff hopefully Hopefully we'll get to it. But, uh, <laughs> we'll first start with um, what we mentioned just just previously. Um, Jones Rares, that's been con- confirmed for. Is it Chicago or is it Boston? Let me have a look. I think it was Texas. It was was it like te- oh no, no, maybe it's maybe it's the other fight we're about to get on to okay. that might have been Chicago. I think that's, I I think that's Brooklyn again. The other one. Oh, well, there you go. Shows how much, <laughs> in, shows how much research probably. I've done. <laughs> but yeah, it is it is um, Houston. Uh, so Jones versus Rares. Um, that is going to happen in Houston. Uh, I think it was it's in February. Yeah, something, 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 something like that. So there you go. Yeah, February the eighth. Yeah. <clears> so I mean, I think Rares probably deserves it after uh, the wide run. Yeah, definitely. I think like realistically, he's yeah, definitely the most deserving. Like Corey Anderson, you can make a bit of a case for, but Corey Anderson's last win, like yes, Johnny Walk had a lot of hype, but I think he was just top ten. Realistically, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that definitely Reyes deserves it more. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and early thoughts on the fight? Um, favorites? You've got well, Jones is going to be the favorite, basically. Like, yeah, you've I'm, got to think. However, I think that Reyes has attributes that can give him basically make Jones look not that great again, similar to the way that yeah. Thiago Santos and Anthony Smith made Jones not look great or maybe that was Jones making Jones not look great who knows yeah, well certainly in the case of Anthony Smith it could be Jones not yeah I mean he certainly well, Thiago Santos gave him didn't look time. great against Santos as probably because of Santos um, yeah. and Reyes isn't Reyes isn't known to well certainly in that last fight I mean, well, we didn't we didn't we didn't see enough but I remember it, it Volcan lose them it wasn't wasn't his best performance it wasn't no it was a pretty um Slow. Oh, I wonder whether this one. I think that fight was. <clears throat> it wasn't like amazing, but I think that was a. I thought it was a decent fight. I think yeah. watching it like, I think that just it showed that. Uzdemir was. Uzdemir is generally known in the UFC for being this like one punch knockout artist, yeah. basically. Whereas he actually is quite a good technical fighter. Like, I think in his like until like before he got to the UFC and like because he wasn't necessarily known as this devastating one punch knockout artist and I think he showed more of his kind of like technical abilities in that fight and I thought it was a pretty decent like decent fight I think and they it was quite close as well like it could have gone to his name but I, I think yeah I think Reyes is impressed generally like throughout just his career in the UFC he's undefeated and yeah I think it's definitely he can definitely make it tough for Jones yeah I mean it'll be interesting to see what Jones turns up because you know certainly against Santos it wasn't his best performance um, you know Gustafsson was a good performance Gustafsson yeah it was but you know he's not he's not looked as good in this sort of second I'm not going to say second stint yeah. sort of, you know since <laughs> I think I'm all trying to say <laughs> is, I, think, I think he's not the same Jones as you know a few years ago which is understandable yeah. and I think you know, this is like uh, so I, I watched um, a good video, which is like you know, he beat the previous generation. You know, he went through like Rashad Evans, he went through Shogun, Shogun yeah. he went through Chelson and that that's all the era. Then he beat his generation, which you know, DC, Gustafsson, that lot. Yeah. Um, now this is very much the next generation. You yeah. know, Reyes, Walker, if he gets it, um, you know. Uh, yeah, Smith, that sort, you know. Yeah. Can he get past these guys? You know, he got past Smith, got just about got so past Santos, just about. Just about. <laughs> uh, you know, a one well, one legged Santos. Um so you know, Reyes is 
I think I think Real's a bit off, but I wonder whether it's maybe come a bit too soon. Probably a victim of, but I mean he's he's beat he's beaten everyone he's been put against. But yeah. you wonder whether he could have done with a few more fights. But we'll see. Uh, there's it, no one else to judge. Yeah, fight, there is. Really I mean, is, there isn't. The there isn't. Well. Um, so that was that, and then the more exciting news of the week, which is. <laughs> I think we're all I think, crossing our fingers. I um, think if you like, if anyone put out any news about this fight, we'd be excited. No matter like, if it was the most tenuous out there, like yeah, never exactly. going to happen news, I'd be like, oh, I believe it, it's going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> so um, news circulating. If, at first, it looked um, almost confirmed. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who it was who came out. It might have been ESPN or. Yeah, I think it was Brett. Brett yeah, is normally In very well. Yeah. I mean, when he says it happens, it's basically like you know, they, yeah, just, they just they just go to ESPN yeah. whenever they have the fights confirmed, basically. And he normally like he's normally getting it from Dana yeah. generally, which I think he's even said in this case like it was Dana is saying that all within that. So you know, uh, Habib versus Tony Ferguson, April eighteenth is in Brooklyn, not Boston. I don't know why I got Boston from. Um, that is the fight. Yeah. It, it, it looked at one point in sort of yesterday afternoon that it was it was done and we could Pretty expect much, an, yeah. and we could, like. we could we could expect an announcement sort of Khabib, like, today. Ali, like Khabib's manager, yeah, his manager the of Khabib signed had signed the contract allegedly. Although, yeah. as we were talking about off here, that is probably another one of the shady business practices that goes down in the UFC in order to put pressure on another fighter. So. Yeah, um, yeah. Tony Ferguson released a. Um, Instagram and Twitter video with the description titled something like you know I'm ready to talk I'm ready to give the people what they yeah. want which probably suggests that I mean could suggest that he's already signed the final announcement's coming but more likely I think Eric Hawani you know tweets out something along the lines of you know this probably means that like they're entering into negotiations yeah, now basically. so it's uh, promising yeah. signs because it's the first time we've had any sort of official news of you know although it's not from yeah. the USC you know from you know very credible sources so promising stuff because I think like that is that is the fight that that is the fight to make the most important fight like, in history there's not, I don't think there's a single person more deserving in the history of like mixed martial arts of a title shot than, than Tony Ferguson and yeah, it could be exist. represents a, yeah. a really intriguing matchup it, yeah it's such an exciting fight for the fact that as you said Tony's earned it from a stylistic matchup without they both like their fighters like the skills match up together <clears throat> and just like as we as I said earlier like I think and a lot of people think lightweight is the toughest most stacked division in the sport sure and they are both on essentially historic win streaks they're both on 12 fight win streaks in the lightweight division, which is just ridiculous that is insane yeah so uh, it's just it's such an important fight it's just everyone wants to see it and I honestly have no idea which way it would go I, Jeff, I couldn't tell you. I mean, that 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 is a kind of you know intriguing, you know, in-depth analysis you can expect from this podcast. <laughs> but, um, we have absolutely no idea. Yeah, um, I know. But that, that, but that, but that is often when the best fights are. Yeah, that is like yeah. If you knew what was going to happen in a fight, you wouldn't watch it. Which is why I said earlier I don't watch that many Valentin Shevchenko fights. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I I couldn't tell you what would happen. You know, nothing would surprise me if Tony Ferguson came out of the gate and like <laughs> attempted a takedown on Habib within the first yeah. ten seconds. Oh, I like, definitely see that happening. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, with it's what? it's I, I I can't wait. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I think everyone gets it signed and no one gets injured, no one gets flagged for anything. It does just get it done. What are it, the odds on Tony Ferguson winning by ankle pick and dropping Khabib on his head? Honestly, like I think I think honestly anything could happen. You know? <laughs> I, no, I, I would not be surprised if anything happened in this fight. It's, yeah, it's like if we it can't happened. talk about enough how how much we want to see that fight. Basically, yeah. it's get it done. Yeah. Get it done, Dana. I'm, it Dana, done. I'm sure you're Whatever listening. Happens. I'm sure you're an avid listener <laughs> like, to the podcast. Get it done. It's got to be. I don't yeah. see. Yeah, it's got to be listening. But yeah. Get it done, and we'll all be happy. Yeah, we'll all and be then happy. put them in bubble wrap until the yeah. day of the fight. Yeah, exactly. No one gets injured, and no one's allowed no, to be no, injured. No, no, Conor McGregor throwing dollies. Conor McGregor is banned from America. Yeah. for April. Yeah, um, just just get him out. Um, and then I think the last thing to discuss, um, not not as interesting, but certainly um, certainly different to fighting news. Um, Yasada have come out. Um, and announced a slight change to their drug policy, their drug testing policy regarding 
uh, tainted supplements. Obviously, this probably comes most off the back of um, Nate Diaz. Uh, he had I can't even remember exactly, but he had he he was, was he was flagged for a, they they said you're flagged for something. You can still fight, and we'll figure it out afterwards. Yeah. And he it went was, pub and he went public and said, "I've done nothing." Basically, yeah. I think I can't I can't remember the exact details. Like again, it's shady practices surrounding the UFC basically which isn't a surprise I no. you saw it um, but it, I can't remember what it, it was something like Nate Diaz flagged for something but they believed it, at the time they believed it was or it was that he, that he flagged for something but it was in very small amounts yeah. and you saw had in like August they changed the rules without telling anybody Yeah, they if it was under a certain amount won't get pulled off the car. Yeah, and I think also um, they were very, they were very unwilling to sort of let go of what was probably their biggest main event, well, one of the biggest yeah. fights of the year to date, um, you know, as of this year. Um, so yeah, they've, they've they've gone public with this thing basically which says it listed on whatever website I was reading it off that <clears throat> in sort of certain cases of drugs, um, that yeah, if it if if you're found with trace elements, you'll still be able to fight during that week because. It basically won't have like any tangible effect on your performance. Yeah, you know, it's not like you saw, you know, drinking EPA or something. So uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they did like I don't know if like you saw or officially referred to these or it's like like reporters, journalists refer. But I think there were like two clauses in there. One was called like the John Jones rule, and another one was called the Brock Lesnar rule or something, or what they're being yeah. referred to as. The John <clears> Jones <throat> one is about kind of the. I think it's. It's to do with you can't be. I should probably get this up and like actually read it officially, but I'm probably just going to bullshit and <laughs> try and re remember it off the top of my head. More, more but compelling it, analysis. <laughs> yeah, but it's something. It's like you, if you sort of believe that it's that you won't be punished for the same. If you get test positive for like the same drug in a like short term window, they yeah. won't punish you twice if they believe the second infringement definitely like if they've got good reason to believe it wasn't intentional use. yeah I mean that's that's the using that's the um, reason they used for Jones yeah. when he came back against Gustafsson Gustafsson and um, I know we were talking about um, Sean O'Malley he's a he's, is he featherweight or is he lightweight he's a he's bantamweight he's bantamweight good to me uh, bantamweight like, he, um, as I was talking about earlier another thing off here <laughs> We're talking about Corey Sandhagen, who's a five eleven bantamweight. Sean O'Malley, I think, is another like five yeah. eleven. So he's huge he's. Um, I think he was he was due to fight on the Habib McGregor card, and yep. was due to fight. I think on also on the Habib Poirier card in Abu Dhabi. He's been scheduled a few times and was and was pulled fight. and was pulled originally off the Habib and McGregor fight for a failed test, which later revealed to be a tainted substance. Yep. and then was pulled from the Abu Dhabi card because a recurrence of this same substance yep. which they believe which I think he argued and I think a lot of people felt was the case was that it, this was similar to sort of the John Jones case where it was just a recurring trace um, yeah, he's yeah, not which, yeah. the, the, the problem of course as as people said is like, this is this, you know this is you know better late than never but still you know someone like Sean O'Malley who is you know a very very promising Prospect, yeah. prospect has lost, you know, <clears throat> a year of his career yeah, to, I mean, to two yeah, to two tests to two failed tests, which you know probably in both cases weren't his. I mean, certainly in the second case, but probably in the first case weren't 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 his fault either. Yeah, and it's for other fighters as well, like Josh Barnett, who had like massive battles with Usada over. Yeah, Frank Mir as well. Frank Mir, um, Tom Lawler, like there have been so like the problem with Usada, or like one of the problems is that. They have come in with like so much power essentially over fighters' careers, but fighters have essentially had no say in it. And a lot of what yeah. they're doing has is off like some of it is based off of not solid science, which is what a lot of people have a problem with. Like the John Jones pulsing thing, the idea that they had for that, like that John Jones is pulsing, came from one paper. Like that there is only one paper, like basically on Earth that showed this happens. And that was from he's from a it's very famous like Russian doping expert that injected himself basically and showed yeah. that this can happen and that is the only thing on earth that shows that this pulsing thing can occur so maybe it can but like they make decisions based off not solid science and yeah. really don't like to be questioned on it and 
have shown favoritism to degree to a degree. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, a bit late, but as I said, you know, it's got to be welcome because hopefully it will. Um, you know, clearly if if someone you know, you know does what you know TJ Dillashaw did and you know pops for yeah whatever the hell he popped for was it was it EPO EPO yeah you know in those cases you know I think his two year ban is you know perfectly warranted yeah. and, and welcome but you know but also think, like realistically like <clears throat> you saw it they're like doing their best to try and catch but I like maybe this is just my like my opinion I'm a bit crazy I don't think TJ Dillashaw is the only person in the UFC using EPO absolutely like, no, no, so no, no. why aren't they catching all these other I mean I mean Paulo Costa just looks he just looks so natural <laughs> just so natural yeah like who knows like yeah, so TJ, he certainly isn't the only person to be using EPO. No, so certainly not. Like honestly, I think it's it's like the way they nor the way big drug cheats are like are normally caught generally is actually through snitching more often than yeah. not. I think so. Yeah, yeah. The tests can work, and they do catch people if the people using it aren't the smartest, basically. Like and. So if TJ Dillashaw just fucked up and like he uh, TJ Dillashaw did an interview this week actually like basically basically like not coming up with the excuse basically being a bit TJ Dillashaw is like the sorest loser in anime My <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's basically just coming up with the reasons are oh, this is why I did this is why I took EPO it was like oh, this cut down to 125 it was like oh, I didn't want to fight I was feeling awful it was this so I was like yeah, I just well, took this just don't take the fight then. yeah just like I oh, what, like yeah, whatever TJ Dillashaw, but like, but to fit maybe it's true, but I don't know. Like, yeah, so he's come out and said that, and who knows what's happening? Like, well, no, he's got two years off, but yeah, with this hold, like, he's certainly not the only one to be using EPO. So the tests aren't one hundred percent reliable necessarily, anyway. So yeah. Um... And so it's good news. It's yeah, good news. <laughs> good news. <laughs> a yeah. little bit. <laughs> a roundabout way of saying, welcome news, but probably a bit too late. Um, do you want to do UFC DC, or do you want to do that interesting list that we found on the internet first? Um, we could do the interesting list. Okay, the so um, Sports Bible, of course, the font of all experts. Sport, even, yeah. even, even, I mean, not as good an answer, of course, as you're going to get on this podcast. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Obviously, like, Sports <laughs> Bible have their place, and they are essentially for a casual fan of any sport. Like they, the people that write for Sports Bible aren't necessarily massively into the sports they're no. writing about. They're just putting it out there so people that are casual fans of that sport can read it and then hopefully get their knowledge elsewhere in the future if they become more interested fans. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but Sports Bible are covering more MMA now. Yeah, which that is a that good is a thing, that, that is a good thing. I think you know. It, it, you know the, the fact that these sort of mainstream sites are giving you know, MMA coverage is a great thing, like, but it's got to be inf- it's got to be vaguely informed coverage. And yeah. as this list, I, I'm I'm sure people have seen around these like <laughs> tier lists. So they've got like not a fighter, which has got CM Punk in which fair fair enough. It's um, not really a fighter. And they've got like trash, overrated, good, future legend, legend, and goat. Um, I think. My favourite, certainly, uh, Zabit as future legend. Um, <laughs> that is certainly my favourite. As a avid lover of Zabit, Zabit, you know the fighter who has fought <laughs> once one 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 top ten opponent and has struggled to even last a third and round. And has at least has at least one judge every time he's been to the third round. At least one judge, and in the case of his last two fights, all three judges have not given the third round to Zabit. Yeah, he, he is a future legend. But he is a future legend. Obviously. Because um, he can go for the rest of his career Steve and become Mio- a future legend yeah. by fighting three-round fights. Yeah, exactly. Stephen <laughs> Mujic, uh, most UFC title defences ever, uh, possibly the greatest UFC ever of all time. He's, he's good. He's, he's good. He's, he's good. He's good, yeah. Pretty forgettable. He's there with, like, what, Tito Ortiz yeah, and yeah. Kamaru Usman, who, whilst, yeah, he's good, has never defended his title, but Stephen yeah. Mujic. Good, good. Yeah. No, pretty, pretty, pretty run of the mill. Um, I think that's Max Holloway. Future legend is. I suppose that's not too bad. I, yeah, I think if Max Holloway to re- were to retire now, I think he should go down as a legend. But I think maybe what they're saying is he's so young, he's still got a lot to do. So yeah, um, there we go. And they're just, I think they're just like like Jeremy Stevens overrated. Like I feel like he's just like. No one, I mean, no one really rates Jeremy Stevens as like a top, yeah. and like Conor McGregor overrated. Like, he's still like the first person to ever be like a double champ. Yeah, sure, he's not fought in ages and he lost to Khabib, but like, 
my god, he's not the first, not the last. Yeah, I think like. <laughs> and um, who was the other one that I found? Yeah, Cody Cody Garbrandt overrated. Like, the guy's lost three times. Once was just like to Munoz in a just, like stupid fight. One was to a guy who literally failed, and then twice was to a guy who failed a drug test like shortly yeah. after. So like, I don't know. I think Cody Garbrandt's an interesting. Cody Garbrandt was. In his fight against Dominic Cruz, for one night only, Cody Garbrandt was one of the best fighters of all time. Yeah. <laughs> and then never so showed it again. <laughs> so maybe overrated. I, I could see the argument for it because his performance against Dominic Cruz was, I think, have we've kind of been shown now that that was the anomaly, anomaly, not the rule necessarily. Yeah. Because it was a fantastic performance. And in fact, this is a, this, this is a banging segue. Speaking of other people in the overrated section... Ben Askren, um, uh-huh. someone of course who we would discuss last week, has uh, uh, announced his retirement from uh, MMA in general. Uh, of course, he came to UFC, <laughs> probably probably one of the weirdest runs. Um, yeah. Came in, got a controversial first victory against Robbie Lawler, yep. <laughs> then a seven-second knockout loss to Masvidal, and then a was it third round, fourth round yeah, submission against round. Damian Maia, um, and then yeah, basically I think he. Cited the need for a hip replacement, and yeah, basically said that. Yeah, he, I think he was done. He kind of like I quite like Ben Askren. He kind of done. He didn't. He did say that he needed a hip replacement, but he didn't like say that was the main reason. Cause he didn't no. want to make necessarily no, make no. excuses. I think he. Reasons. I think he sort of acknowledged that you know he's probably not where he thought he was. Yeah. Also, I think that yeah, he's not where he thought he was. Also, I think Ben Askren did come to the UFC past his prime. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, and also. His prime was spent beating people that weren't on his level, basically. So yeah. that, like, if he was in the UFC in his prime, he may he probably would have lost. Like, well, he definitely would have lost, basically. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd imagine. Um, but it would have forced him to improve quicker, quicker in yep. his prime where he had more chance to improve. Sure. So, but he didn't get that chance because he was always beating these guys. So. I think had Ben Askren come to the UFC years ago, like 2010 or something, because he's been around for that long, he really has been, um, he could have improved and been a very good fighter, possibly. But, I mean, he still is a very good fighter. But he didn't really get that chance, so it is a bit disappointing. Yeah, I wonder I wonder how um, Dana White and the UFC will look back on... Um on that trade, you I know. think favorably, generally. I wonder. I yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think he certainly provided some entertainment. I mean, for Masvidal, he's no, been a massive boost to Masvidal. Masvidal, um, and yeah, I suppose given the state of the flyweight division, Demetrius Johnson probably wouldn't. Have yeah, been. I just think it was. It's weird. In the trade between, with so for Ben and Demetrius Johnson, it was, I think, basically every party like, the UFC won. Demetrius Johnson and Ben Askren. I think it's one of the rare trades where I think everyone won. I think they yeah. Ben Askren was a better fit for the UFC, and Demetrius Johnson's a better fit for one. So yeah. they both like every party feels like they've got the better end of the deal just because it was just the way it worked out, kind of. And even though I think Ben Askren obviously didn't set the world on fire in the UFC with his performances, um, he did get attention and he did. He was he was interesting. So like he was like, for example, after he beat Lock, Robbie Lawler, he would he turned up in London and um, was yeah, like, having a laugh. Could have seen Darren that. Till could have seen and, that till fight. Yeah. So and like yeah, and obviously massively boosted Masvidal because Masvidal got the fastest knockout in UFC history against Askren, which was which realistically led to the Nate fight, which was the biggest fight of the year, basically. Yeah, I mean, he certainly played his part in um, this welterweight division that has been, yeah. I think, alongside the lightweight division, probably one of the uh, one the of the more interesting, interesting division yeah. divisions that the UFC has to offer at the minute. Um, but yeah, shame. As I said, a shame, shame that he couldn't have been there in his prime. Um, but still, an enjoyable, one of the more enjoyable. Uh, was it three fight run? No, yeah, four fight. No, yeah, three, 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 three fight runs in the UFC. I mean, there haven't no. been many three fight runs. No, well. but in, in terms of, I don't, really. I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think someone's come in the UFC had a one and two record and made more of an impact. Yeah, yeah. Which, and yeah. like, it's also like another point to like show that he's like necessarily not in his prime. Is like Justin Gaethje when he first came to the UFC had a, in his first three fights had a one and two record. Same like same as Ben Askren, he won yeah. his first one. Lost his next two, 
and now yeah. look at where you think. And to be fair, is. he has he has adjusted. Yeah, um, because he he's certainly in his prime. He's had he's, the chance he, he to. He came back against what Vic yeah. and Barboza and now Cerrone, oh, and he's certainly shown a more restrained, measured style. Measured, yeah, measured. Certainly the word, uh, measured style. Yeah. And yeah, he's generally a lot better for it. And, but it's just Ben Askren didn't get that chance. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> a game of what ifs. Yeah. Um, so, not too broken up about. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like um, gutted. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll move to uh, the final item for um, the sort of UFC, MA, whatever part of the podcast. Uh, we'll go to the fight card happening this uh, weekend in. Where is it? Uh, Washington DC. It's not this weekend. I think it's next week. Is it next weekend? Yeah, it's not this year. It's oh, we still talk about it. Ah, we can still have a we can still have a brief we can still have a brief chat about it. Um, I think. Gosh, it's not. So is that is that two five? Is that is that yeah, two, it's two weekends in a row with no? It's very rare. <laughs> yeah, it is. So three weeks off is. Oh, I didn't even. I thought I thought I had it as. So well, we may as well have a look at it now. Now that I've watched that. <laughs> now that we've mentioned. Um, I mean. To see some names. Ricky Ricky Simone. He's yep. coming back from his uh, loss Lost against Uriah. Justin Gaethje. No, it's Faber. Uriah yeah. Faber. Justin Gaethje. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Gaethje still in my head from the other bit. You're right. You're right. You're right. Faber. Yeah. Um, he's fighting Rob Font. I'd imagine. I'd have him as favourite. I don't, um, I think that's a good fight. Rob Font's a good fighter. He's lost to the elite of bantamweight. Yeah, I'm looking at now. Asuncao, uh, Munoz, and John Lineker. Who are realistically the elite of that division? Yeah, so that represents pretty good. Company. I think it's a it's a good fight. That is like I think I looked at that card earlier, and that is one of th- like one of three fights I'd say are really good on it, or like very good fights. I'd say that is one of the three I'm looking yeah, forward to. Yeah, yeah, a good a good sort of litmus test for some, of course for Vegas man because he he fought uh, oh God now Merab Vash Davash Levizzi, something like that. Montel Jackson and Rani Yaya, is it? Honey Yaya. Is that Ricky Simone? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, those guys aren't exactly the the top guys in the steps up to Faber. Good. Yeah, good, good. Good. But certainly, I think Rob Font is probably. Honey Yaya, especially. Rob Rob Font is probably just a step above. Yeah, I think it is. And it's if he's a good fight, yeah, it's just just a good fight. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> you've got Cody Stamen, Cody Stamen, Song Yudong, Song Yudong, which but will is I think Song Yudong might be the best name in the UFC. <laughs> I think certainly up there, but I think like, that is probably the second fight that I'm most interested in on that yeah, card. The bantamweight's doing well. On yeah, Song Yudong on a four-fight win streak, and and he's a he's an exciting fighter. Basically, yeah. like, again, like two guys. Power, I said, yeah, Song Yudong unbeaten, unbeaten in the UFC. And uh, Cody Stamen only lost coming by way of Aljamain Sterling, which Who is, is general like should pro- possibly be the number one contender. Yeah, probably probably will get the fight against Cejudo if so. Goes Cody Stamen has lost to essentially the number one contender. Yeah, good fighter. Song, Song Yudong hasn't good lost. fighter so. hasn't lost in the UFC. So that's another another good another fight. good fight. So looking already looking better than Sao Paulo. It really like <laughs> all right um, just on the strength of that. Um, it's better. We've got Lad versus Yana. Kunitskaya, which is um, okay. Lad, I think she she came off the loss to Durand Yeah, that was the very very quick, the very quick stoppage. Yeah, um, did she wanted to protest? Yeah, there was on a, ground. There, there was, yeah, that was a that was a really weird, was a one. weird one. Basically, so, I, I thought I thought at first when when she met, when 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 she said this, I was like, that's a weird one. And then and then she said, you know, um, I can't remember who said, but she said like, if that was you know, if it, if Robbie Lawler had taken that punch. And fell to the ground like that. Would you have stopped the fight? Yeah. And it's an interesting. It is an interesting. Because because I was thinking, I was thinking, he probably wouldn't have. Yeah. And at first, I was like, how are you going to argue it's on grounds of sexism? I, I think you I like. I see the point in like case that like you probably wouldn't have in Robbie Law. Like if Robbie Law were taking that. Someone but something. referee stoppages can be quite random anyway. Yeah. Like sometimes, like even in the men's division, like you'll get stoppages that you're like. Oh, why are you stopping that early? Like the guy's clearly okay, and then you'll get other ones by the same referee. Yeah, that you're like Jesus, stop it! Yeah, <laughs> and I, then I, for thirty seconds you're like, stop it. Yeah, one so, of the um, I remember one of the fights. Um, I, I, I think I think it was on a fight card um, a couple of weeks ago. It was one one fight. The guy took ridiculous damage. The ref was then taken off the um, 
off the card for the rest of the night in terms yeah. of refing because he just let this guy get too much out. I can't, can't yeah, remember. So it was, I think it was someone fighting on the prelims. But I mean, I did, I did have a look at, at the fight again. In fact, after that, and I still think it was an okay stoppage because normally when you see um, they go down, you'll see them sort of try and get up, or they'll go, or they'll, yeah. like, they'll like grab a leg, and she sort of went down. It's like hands were on the ground, and she just like, she, she, she wasn't like reacting. Yeah, so I think it, I remember it not being terrible. I, I think it. Was, I don't think at the time it should have carried on. But I it, think. it. But it does. It does. It does raise an interesting debate, you know, yeah. over you know. But I thought I don't think male stoppages. But I don't think like the. I think in I this, don't think it should be overturned. No, all, no, 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 no. So, um, but yeah. And then after that, we go to. <laughs> One of the weirder fights. Um, Stefan Struve, who neither of us were aware was returning <laughs> up until about a week ago. We both ago. thought he was retired. Um, and then <laughs> because Rob, he said very publicly, yeah. I'm retiring. Uh, but clearly wasn't retired for very and long. And then, not very publicly, came back. Um, he's fighting Ben Rothwell, who has... Two fought, yeah, he's fought, he's, he, he was out for a couple of years uh, after failing a drugs test. Came back, lost to Ivanov and Arlovsky. Um, losing to Arlovsky at this point in his career is... Probably, it's not probably, the best. Probably not a great sign. <laughs> really um, not. But then Stefan Struve has, um, who also lost to Arlovsky, also <laughs> has yeah, kidding me, uh, lost to Arlovsky, Marcian Tybura. That was actually, I think I remember watching the Struve Arlovsky fight, and that was probably the best Arlovsky's looked in years. In years, which may, I don't know what that says about um, Stefan Struve. But and then he beat Marcus Rogerio de Lima. I'm not going to pretend like I remember that fight. I I think I remember that was on the black of it. But he got performance of the night. So yeah, could submit. It was just like I think he was getting beaten up. Yeah, and then he arm triangled him or something. Like yeah, that. so I think that, he's always been good on the ground. I thought that represented quite a good yeah. <laughs> point of time because it's like it was very clear that this sort of guy would be basically brought in for you. Um, you know, well, you, he you was know. in Europe. It was Prague. Think, yeah, so you know, you taken you taken a lot of damage. Sort of got out with a, a win, and that's when you say like, yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. my point. But clearly he. he yeah, and he's had so many problems, like because he's such a big dude. Mark, yeah. that, like he's had like heart problems for like yeah. his entire adult life. Maybe, maybe so. he's looking uh, yeah, get a get a get a get a few fights. Maybe um, get get Steve Miocic, Nate. <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, I'm saying yeah. one of the few people to beat Steve Miocic. Yeah, if, if you know if if Steve if if he wins a couple of fights and you know there's just a pause where like he's fought and gone. So Miocic beats Ngano again. Beats, I don't know, Curtis Blades or something, gets that. And there's just a lull, and Stefan Shoes picked up a couple of wins. It's, it, it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> why not? So what? It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, did, well, I mean, the whole reason for Shevchenko fighting Karmouche was, wasn't it that Shevchenko had already. It's like Karmouche had beaten Shevchenko. Something like that. I mean, there wasn't really much point in that other than that. Yeah. And I think, um, <laughs> so, you know, if, if uh, Stipe wants to right a wrong, why not? Um, I think, but let's not pretend, right? Maybe we like Stefan Shrew, but let's not pretend that that would be anything other than a brutal beat. Yeah, like, I, don't, I, I, I don't think for Stefan Shrew's health that's the best, but yeah. no, he, he clearly wants second. I think also, I watched the. Actually, I saw the clip of the stoppage against Stipe actually the other day. It just randomly came up. Yeah. It wasn't like in connection with anything. Um, I think Stipe actually got eye poked in it as well, which Stipe and getting eye poke. Name a more iconic duo, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he is, he is pretty infamous. Um, and then co-main, uh, I'm not going to pretend like I know too much. Marina Rodriguez yeah. versus <laughs> C- Cynthia Calvillo. Cynthia- I just know that I don't really like Cynthia Calvillo. Cynthia Calvillo, eight and one. Cynthia Calvillo is the most memorable thing about her is her fight against oh, I can't remember her name. Um, I've Carla Esparza. Yeah. Um, she lost a decision. And if you go and watch the end of that fight where they're reading the decision, Cynthia Calvillo is so confident. She's jumping up and down, cheering. Oh, and then no. they announce it for Esparza, and she, her face just drops, and it's amazing. Well, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're both. I mean, Cynthia Calvillo is 5-1 and one in the UFC, and um, her opponent, Marina Rodriguez, is fought in the Contender Series, and then is 2-0-1. Yeah. Oh, I beat got Tisha a, Torres. So... Um, you know, could be a could be an interesting fight. Um, in Maybe, the yeah. in the strawweight division, which is a pretty um, pretty lively division, and there's a yeah, lot. Of, that is the best women's division. Yes, definitely. I would, I would, I would say. Um, so that that'll be an interesting one. I think one of them, I guess, could Do make it, make a case for you know one. <laughs> if they of, get one or two more wins. Well, two more wins. I mean, it's so busy. I don't think you know you got 
Zhang, I think Wei Li Zhang and is it Nam- yeah. I heard rumours that something about Nama Yunus. I think it's Zhang and Yin Jae Chek is the more yeah, likely yeah. one what, I think that they're talking yeah. about. But I mean, yeah, you mean you've got that sort of, yeah, Andraj, Yon Jae Chek, Nama Yunus and, um, and Wei Li Zhang, certainly. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, to be honest, like, Wei Li Zhang, Yin Jae Chek, Nama Yunus and Andraj put any four of them in a fight together I think it's a good fight basically yeah that's, um, they're, all, they're all they're all pretty yeah. pretty close fights I would I would favour Andraj to beat Andraj but I feel like the rest oh, of them oh I think Andraj I think that is again like what we said earlier Styles Week I think Andraj beats Andraj pretty much every time yeah. just the way she just like the yep. way they both fight that's going to happen yeah Nama Yunus gives Andraj a really tough I fight could still th- I, I still think Andraj could beat you know, I think Nami she Yunus. could but I think, I think it favours Nami Yunus. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, she's beaten her. She's beaten, beaten, beaten yeah, her twice, convincingly in both. Um, and but I'd think that Andrade. I don't. The Nami Yunus fight was it was weird, but I'd say she has a very good chance of beating Nami Yunus. A lot better chance than she has of beating Yin Jae Chek. Yeah, and, and she already Wei has Zhang. obviously. So, yeah. <laughs> and Wei Li Zhang put them in there. Um, she wants to have like. Honestly, Wei Li Zhang is champion. It's really weird. Yeah. Wei Li Zhang is champion. I just feel like I haven't seen that much. Yeah, of yeah. She. Like, beat, I've watched. I think. Did she I've beat Tisha Torres? Did she beat Tisha Torres? I think so. Yeah. Um, and then she beat, and then and then she fought for the uh, for the title, of course, in yeah. China. And it was a she it did she, like, I, she she she's clearly got a lot of power at the weight, which is um, something you yeah. don't see uh, in straw weight. You don't really see a lot of knockouts. Um, so she she she's clearly got a lot of power at the weight, but yeah, it's very straight. Like. I think honestly, like they were trying to like push and make a star in China. Basically, like Wei Li Zhang got a title shot off of three wins in the UFC. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, she clearly is, deserved it because she yeah, she won. She, she beat she beat yeah. Andrade, you know. So. so, so she's only had four fights in the UFC. I just feel like genuinely haven't seen much of her, and yeah. she's a champion. It's very strange. Yeah, well, um, I'm sure we'll see some fight with them in the future. But uh, getting back on track. Um, Lovely tangent as usual. Um, <laughs> we move to the main tangent event, <laughs> which um, again, Olovsky is going to come into the um, Yarzinho Rosenstreich, who just come off uh, impressive knockout against Olovsky. Yeah. Fights um, <laughs> Alistair Overeem. I think this is uh, this is late notice. I think I'm not sure actually late. who Overeem. Yeah, it was Walt Harris because. Of oh God! Yeah, that is. Um, so yeah, there has been. Um, yeah, quite a. There's been a lot of developments. Yeah. We we haven't really covered it we because know. Um, like it's, not really it's not really something that you place, want yeah. to cover. But yeah, um, for those who don't know, um, Walt Harris, uh, I think it's his stepdaughter, Anaya um, Blanchard went missing perhaps a couple of weeks ago, um, and in the last sort of twenty four to forty eight hours, um, a body which they suspect is the body of Anaya Blanchard has been um, found. So that is you know. That is, that is obviously Walt Harris pulled out of his fight That's yeah obviously that is um, completely understandable yeah, yeah. Um, thoughts, thoughts thoughts go out to to him and yeah, his family because that is uh, that is that is awful um, but yeah I mean Jarzino Rosenstroke steps in um, clearly fought was it maybe three weeks three, three, week, three weeks ago now maybe was, maybe a month ago it was very recent I think it, might, let me check might. it was very recent I feel like it was like it was 2nd of November so, so he's, by the time it comes back, it had been like a month off. Yeah, so not a lot, and um, Overeem two four four time flies. That felt that felt so recently. Yeah, I know. I was <laughs> um, and Overeem uh, had a win against Alexei Olenek in his yeah. last fight. He still that was quite a good. I quite like that. Yeah, he still he still um, yeah he still represents you know a um, a decent. Yeah, Alexei Overeem is genuinely one of the best clinch fighters at heavyweight so yeah. he's very dangerous with knees and elbows I, think, I really I do quite enjoy watching um, him and fight. to be honest in the case of um, Rosenstrike it is so difficult to know because <laughs> if I read off his USC record Junior Albini TKO head kicked second round I can't remember that fight for life for me Alan Crowder KO punches nine seconds <laughs> basically just jabbed him and then ground and pounded him and then Andrzej Olowski just hit him with a really nice, I think it was a left, 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 left hook, 29 seconds. So we've seen, we've seen total <laughs> of about six minutes. Yeah. 
Um, so <laughs> six minutes thirty seconds probably. Yeah, so really, minutes, really difficult to um, right, to know. Who, so it's don't a, know anything about it. Basically, it's, it, it's going to be really hard. yeah. <laughs> clearly, he hits hard because he put down <laughs> he put Arlovsky out with a sort of a sort of a check. Essentially, hook, the first clean a check hook, and he put down Alan Crowder with a with a jab. So uh, he's clearly got power. Um, but as I said, it's a it's a complete unknown. Um, a really good chance for him to step in and make a name for himself. Um, and, yeah. and, and for Overeem to just and keep himself going because Overeem's he, been knocked out about 400 times yeah, so, so it's probably not the best for him to be going in against a massive power puncher so um, well, um, hopefully it ends better for him than the Francis Ngarni fight yeah and we don't get another scary image of Overeem looking dead on the canvas yeah so really have no idea how that's going to go um, but we'll see yeah clearly that was yeah, that is yeah. not this weekend another um, fight that I would say I'm like the third most but we'll um, yeah now now we've now we've covered that this week we'll um, we'll we'll have to think of something to do next week <laughs> um, maybe maybe what we'll do we, we we'll do um, like end of year awards ah that could be interesting end of year awards b- before the biggest card of the year yeah uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we we can have a we can think about them because then the next week all our time will be taken basically by previewing that card because that is a that is a big card it's a beautiful. It is. Um, I mean, when when do you ever get three title fights on a card? Very rarely. I, I can't remember. I the last time was two seventeen, and all of the titles changed hands. Well, there we go. And I hope that doesn't happen again. Yeah, <laughs> I hope not. Um, we'll move to a bit of boxing to conclude. Um, Wilder Ortiz occurred over the weekend um, for the WBC heavyweight championship. Um, Wilder struggling at first for all of six rounds, and then. Basically, just connecting with one clean punch and yeah. putting Ortiz down. Really, there, there really isn't much to talk about because it's, <laughs> it's just, just my God, Wilder hits hard. It's just Deontay Wilder doing Deontay Wilder things. <laughs> yeah, so again. he got he got past that. I mean, again, it, it, it you know Ortiz. I think I, I think I think you can make an argument that he won all six of those first rounds. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you could probably say or like in a way, well, you could say Ortiz is the better boxer. Oh, absolutely. Um, but when you've just got that scary power, that it's it's um, you're really just he's really just punching through. I mean, against Brazil and against Aussie, he's just punching through <laughs> the guard, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it doesn't even matter if you have your hands up because he's still going to knock you out. Yeah. He's, he's just you, 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 you just got to get out or you know run away, and he's just, otherwise he's going to get you. You know, it's 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 so bizarre in heavyweight that. You know, you mentioned all these guys are so powerful, but there's never been anything like you. You have to be perfect for. You know, every single second of yeah. every single round. Otherwise, he will he will knock you out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> looks like I said. Look, hopefully um, now the Fury fight will go ahead. I think that's um, scheduled for sometime in February. Yeah, yeah February the twenty fourth. Um, so that will be interesting, and we'll of course preview, I think that, will be preview that when he gets. It. In fact, I saw an interesting um, clip. It was a it was because of course everyone mentions the the infamous twelfth round. Um, yeah. Get up from Tyson Fury, and uh, there, there was a really interesting video um, from from a really um, a, a really interesting guy on Twitter who, who talked talked about boxing, and he, and, he, and he slowed down the Wilder Fury knockout, um, or the knockdown rather, yeah. and and you know the common assumption is like you know Fury the only man to like take Wilder's power, um, but actually so it says in the video and and. The right hand that Wilder connect isn't actually a very clean shot. I didn't quite realise. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I think I was watching the student union. So did I. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that actually. Uh, I think I think that might have been before the podcast started. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, um, actually, yeah it's coming on a year now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that um, <laughs> he actually he actually sort of um, he just sort of clipped him. I mean, he, he, he clipped him enough, and then. While Fury stub- stumbled, let down yeah, his guard, and he came over top. with a, with a left hook that dropped yeah. it, and he got up. But even even then, in a sort of half 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 connected right hand and left hook, he basically nearly took Fury out. So yeah, I the st- left I mean, like the right hand wasn't clean. But no, the left hook really yeah. was. <laughs> the left hook was um, brutal. But, I, but so I, I'd I'd sort of always thought, um, as I think many had, that you know, Fury maybe could take so much. But I think that that clip there just reaffirms yeah. me that. If Wilder connects flush with the right hand, I don't think Fury. Yeah, gets which on. is I think, honestly, the Fury fight would probably be similar to the Ortiz fight in yeah. the sense that yeah. I think Fury's if... going to win. Like if 
basically, I mean, like he's purely realistically, like, I think he should have won. Like, I think it was. A bad, yeah. I think it was a robbery. Basically, yeah. I would say that. Agreed. Um, but if basically if Wilder doesn't knock him out, Fury's going to win. Pretty much guaranteed. Or yeah. should be. Should. But um, Wilder's just like it's such an ace car. Like it's just like yeah. what a car to have. It's, it really is. Can, yeah. Just hit that hard. That can. He's so consistent with it as well. Like he's only not knocked out two people. He's fought um, and so, he's fought good fighters. So like, that that of course will be interesting. Hopefully, um, I mean they they apparently said that the fight was already um, signed before Wilder even fought Ortiz. So hopefully, yeah, I think it was something like like in the contracts. It was like there was a mandatory. Each of them had to do two fights before they could fight again. Yeah, I think I think like I think that. it worked well because um, yeah. I think the the stakes of this fight, maybe especially with perhaps aided with what um, has gone on with um, Anthony Joshua, the stakes of that fight, uh, the stakes of this fight, the second time round are actually bigger than I think if they'd have gone for the immediate rematch. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, we'll obviously That's look forward to that. And in fact, next week we'll probably yeah, preview. Yeah, um, Joshua's. Ruiz. Ruiz. That is, is this week. It's next week. That is next week. So yeah. we'll also preview that. So we've got Joshua Reed and UFC. Oh no, we've got we've got we've got yeah, the not, not two four five. Oh, goodness <laughs> me, that would be. Yeah, I'm getting my dates all confused. Um, um, we'll finish with you didn't watch the fight, but I'll have a quick rant about um. Yeah, I didn't watch John the Ryder versus Cal Smith, <laughs> um, in Liverpool for the um the ring and one of the one of the um super middleweight um fights, uh, one of the super super middleweight belts. Um, John Ryder, who is, I think he lost four times before Fort Cam Smith. He was unbeaten and is like seen as one of the best like British fighters. Um, this this is it, we speak about Tyson Fury, John T. Wilder being a robbery. This is a robbery by every sense of the word. Um, <laughs> Smith really did absolutely nothing for the entire fight. Um, Wilder, uh, sorry, Wilder Ryder got um, in really close, um, caused him a lot of problems. In the clinch, and I think it, I, I I'm yet to see a person that isn't um, a Sky Sports pundit, of course, uh, or or Eddie Hearn say that John Ryder didn't win the fight. Um, to, yeah. to to have him to have him to have him finish the fight, I think everyone say it's at least a, at least seven five Ryder. I think I had it eight four Ryder. Others had it nine three. And then for and then for the scorecards to be eleven, um, one seventeen, one eleven, and two one sixteen, one twelve to Cam Smith is just like it's just so disrespectful. And yeah, you know, we mentioned it before we went on air. Like this is not a problem you get in MMA. Is you very rarely get these disgraceful decisions. Like, yeah, MMA decisions can sometimes be bad. I would say that I think decisions in MMA aren't as big a problem as a lot of people make them out to be. No, I no, think no, a lot of I people agree. listen to like. Joe Rogan and like Joe Rogan says a lot of like Joe Rogan says a lot of things but he'll often talk about decisions in MMA but very rarely points to specific cases yeah because I don't think the problem is I as mean, big as he makes it nothing like this would have happened um, but I think in boxing it's one of the things that I said that in a way stops me watching more boxing yeah. is due to just like you can see a clear winner in a fight and then see him get robbed at the end of it it's which is just or it's, you know, it's and just disheartening and, and the worst thing is is you know no one's talking about it already, and in a couple of weeks' time, no one will be talking about it. And he's like, you know, this is a, this is a guy who was, you know, fought twenty, you know, I think fought maybe thirty times, lots of times. You know, he's fighting for like, the Ring magazine, so to be the number one super middleweight in the in the world, and you know, this is a guy you know, like this is what people you know work their entire lives for, you know, to get a chance <laughs> and to put on that performance that he did, and to not come away with, you know, a world championship is just disgusting really um, yeah. and they really need to fi- fix it but for Callum Smith um, he called out Canelo but Canelo and Ford I mean, <laughs> I mean to, 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 to think that after that shocking performance you're suddenly the A-side over Canelo and can just tell him to come to your country is just yeah. ridiculous I mean Canelo will see that scorecards and think there's no way I'm going anywhere near those judges yeah. <laughs> um, I'd so, like to see Canelo build your cylinders though I yeah um, Callum Smith I don't know who he'll fight next I don't really care to be honest. That is just really. I mean, he. I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't really care much for him before that, and I certainly don't care yeah. much for him after that because well, he didn't win the fight. But <laughs> enough of that. Um, that basically wraps it up. Unless you have anything else. Uh, no. no? Um, so we'll. We will come back next week. We might, as we said, 
in this box. We might do um, this. This will be next week. Will be the um, penultimate podcast of the year. So we'll perhaps do some UFC themed like um, awards of the year. So you know, best fighter, best fight, um, worst fight could could well have been yeah. <laughs> worst, worst main event. Ooh, um, that'd be a tough one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we'll maybe do that, and then the week after we will pre. Well, and we'll also preview. Um, Andy Ruiz and Joshua and then the week after that we'll look forward to um, the UFC 245 we won't be able to review it but we can certainly preview it, preview it. Um, that's it thanks everyone for listening Thank if you, you got this far and um, yeah we'll see you next week Brilliant. goodbye bye Purple Radio Podcasts thanks for downloading this Purple Radio Podcast for more great content and to listen live head to purpleradio.co.uk